Welcome to the podcast on Encountering the Word. It's your moment to encounter the Word of God on a deeper level. Now we have our host Cleophas David who will lead us into that experience. Greetings to you in the precious name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Welcome you all once again to a wonderful week in the Lord. And I trust that you had a great weekend. And this week we are starting a new series called Inheriting the Kingdom of God. And uh, we're going to be looking at Galatians chapter 5. And we're going to be focusing on how to live a life that would help us inherit the kingdom of God. So you don't want to miss any of these podcasts because it's going to be interesting. And I believe it is the Holy Spirit's work in order to prepare us for heaven. Amen. Remember, he is coming to us so that he can prepare us to inherit the kingdom of heaven. And he has come to us so that he can transform us into the image and the likeness of Jesus. So let's pray and begin this new series with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for giving us this new series on inheriting the kingdom of God. We believe in this new season, Lord. This series will bring about change, transformation and insight into the things of God. Help us to understand how the flesh works and how the spirit works so that Lord we will be able to overcome the desires of the flesh and walk in the desires of the spirit in the mighty name of Jesus we pray amen now let me start by reading from galatians chapter 5 verses 16 it says but i say walk by the spirit and then you will not gratify the desires of the flesh for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh for these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do now note the verse which says that for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit so the flesh is the fallen nature that is within us yet we live in that flesh we the flesh is still part of us even though we have been filled with the holy spirit the flesh can still have desires if we are weakened in the spirit and that's why apostle paul is saying walk by the spirit so the more we walk by the spirit we will not gratify the desires of the flesh because the desires of the flesh are always there it is present because a part of our life is still there even after we are born again and we have received Jesus into our hearts and minds and we've been filled with the holy spirit our spiritual man has been activated but the old man is also there even though it is subdued by the spirit of god that lives within us but if we become weak in the things of god if we become weak spiritually then the old man within us begins to surface again and the old man is the flesh and the old man is the flesh so so we need to learn how to walk by the spirit and that's what we're going to be focusing on in these coming uh, podcasts and even today that we must know that both the flesh and the spirit have desires the desires of the flesh are sinful 
but the desires of the spirit are holy and acceptable unto the lord so the more you walk in the spirit you understand the desires of the spirit so the spirit within you has a desire to please god has a desire to worship god has a desire to draw closer to the lord to walk in his perfect will to walk in his plan and his purpose but sometimes we don't build our spirit man effectively every day in the word of god we don't exercise our spirit often and therefore our flesh begins to manifest maybe on a sunday or a saturday when you are amongst believers your spirit is active and you are praying in tongues and you are among a group of believers and they all know that you are a holy man or a holy woman or a holy boy or a girl and they see the way you pray they see the way you talk and they know that you are someone who is strong but maybe they don't know that you are battling with desires of the flesh during the week which you don't have anybody to talk to and you need help and maybe these podcasts will help you overcome those desires and that's what we're going to be really focusing at and i want you to know that we approach this subject with utmost humility and dependence on god because we need a lot of grace to even address these topics because the scripture says for thou there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus who learn to walk in the spirit and not after the flesh so we must understand that our position is very firm and that our position is in the lord jesus christ we are not to condemn those who are in weakness we are not to condemn those who are battling with these desires and who are who are attacked by it and they faced all kinds of trauma and you know there are so many things that are happening uh, because people have not learned how to control the desires of the flesh so therefore we are really careful in the way we are looking at this subject we are praying in a way where we will be able to address it with grace and love so that you will be helped by the holy spirit himself because he is the lord who helps us through his word amen so apostle paul says here but if you are led by the spirit you are not under the law and then he says now the works of the flesh are evident the first thing he talks about is sexual immorality so let's just take that sexual immorality as the first aspect for our discussion in these podcasts so how do we overcome sexual immorality because i believe you're living in a world today's generation has kind of adopted the attitude of the israelites in the days of judges when uh everyone did what was right in his own eyes that's what judges chapter 17 verse 6 says so the lust of the flesh p- pornographic uh obsession uh provoc- provocative uh, behaviors um you know illicit relationships uh out of control behavior addictive lifestyles uh all these have become so common in the world today 
and uh, sexually transmitted diseases, pregnancy before marriage, broken families, uh, and a host of other things that have uh, been a result of sexual immorality in the life of people. So, so how do we, uh, you know, overcome these things? How do we overcome these things? Because it's so prevalent in our society. And we live in a world which is given over to sexual perversion. And they're driven by an insatiable appetite for sexual pleasure. And uh, they're unsuccessful in trying to quench the lust for sexual gratification. Because... Uh, the Bible says in Ephesians 4.19 that having lost all sensitivity, they've given themselves over to sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity with a continual lust for more. So the thing is that with sexual immorality, um, they can never be in a position where they can say they are satisfied because uh, as they have given themselves over to sensuality, they indulge in every kind of impurity with a continual lust for more. So the more you try to gratify your desires, the more the lust increases. And that's how um, sexual immorality has permeated our culture. Uh, even the message of the gospel is compromised and weakened because of the sexual immorality among professing Christians. Uh, you know, because of so many people uh, who have led a compromised lifestyle, uh, there are those who look at Christianity and say that, you know, why should I embrace Christianity when there is so much of uh, sexual immorality in the church? And uh, what difference are we making as a church? Uh, are we living the life that God has called us to live? Are we living a holy life? Are we living a life that that pleases God? So we must understand that this subject is an important one to look at in our own lives. And when it comes to sexual immorality, I believe it is like the church at Pergamum in the first century. The church needs to repent repent of its immorality. Revelation chapter 2 verses 14 to 16 talks about it. If we do, then just as the Pergamum church was promised a white stone for overcoming, we will also be given a white stone. So what is this white stone? Uh, so John is writing this with reference and context to the culture that he lived in. An athlete at that time after winning a competition was awarded a white stone an admission pass to the winner's celebration. So to believers who overcome, they will also receive a white stone as an admission pass to Christ's eternal kingdom. So we must understand that God has called us to be the light of the world. And uh, we must ask ourselves, if we die today, where will the footprints of our life lead? What will the literature in our home reveal? What will our financial records reveal that were the priorities of our life? What will the sites that we visited on our computer, on our mobile phones, uh, our emails and text messages disclose? How about the movies and television programs that we watch? What messages will the images and the philosophies you allowed in your home leave for your family? Will you leave your family a legacy of faith or failure? 
these are good questions to ponder and ask even as you um, profess your faith as a christian because it is not just about going to church it is not just about reading your bible it is not just about doing some ministry but it is really living the life that god has called us to live and yet this is an area that we seldom hear messages about we seldom hear being covered in churches because everything is swept under the carpet and then they say that you know grace covers it but it is important for us to address this topic in the right manner with humility because the lord has given us the grace to overcome and live a pure and holy life so what then is this sexual immorality uh, i believe it is an act outside the sanctity and holiness of marriage so uh, we're going to be covering different uh, parts of galatians chapter 5 so so even for you to probably get an understanding of what is to come uh, i'm going to be addressing sexual immorality within the context of marriage and then we're going to be talking about fornication uh, you know that young people struggle with and uh, sensuality and uh, all the other things uh, that galatians 5:19 talks about so um, there are a lot of things that contributes to uh, the presence of sexual immorality in our lives the number one thing that we must look at is that what do we allow our eyes to look at if we look at uh, genesis chapter number 3 um one of the greatest temptations of the enemy was that after he convinced eve to eat the fruit of the knowledge of the tree of good and evil one of the greatest things that happened one of the saddest things that happened after the enemy uh, tempted eve was that uh, he caused her to look at the tree and when she looked at the tree she desired the fruit she desired the fruit so with her eyes she had already looked at something that she was not supposed to consume she was not supposed to take and eat her eyes beheld the very thing that god had forbidden so we first of all need to ask god to give us the grace to cleanse our eyes because our eyes is holy jesus said the eyes is the lamp of the body so our eyes is also the gate to the soul now when we see unclean things with our eyes when we allow certain things through the lens of our eyes i believe it enters our soul and the soul is the seat of our emotion so you see the enemy directly attacks your soul by what he causes you to see through the eyes so when eve saw the fruit through her eyes that fruit was already now in her appetite it was already now in her soulish realm now she wanted to consume it because it was already in her self that that fruit the taste of that fruit was already in her soulish realm so you must understand that is how the enemy works so we must 
ask the Lord to cleanse our eyes. We must ask the Lord to help us close our eyes to things that bring temptation in our lives. You see, that tree was there in the Garden of Eden. And they may have looked at that tree uh, many a times, but they did not go near it because they were clear about the instructions of God. But after the conversation with the serpent, so, so what happened was that there was a conversation. There was an exchange of information. So, so anytime we end up compromising, anytime we end up compromising, anytime we end up in a place where we are fulfilling the desires of the flesh, remember, there has always been an exchange of information. There has always been a conversation. There has always been something that you desired. So, so you have to check your heart and you have to check your soul to see what started this in the first place. Why did I allow this to start? Now, sometimes you may think that, oh, what's wrong in watching a movie? But you don't understand that you may say that there are no bad scenes in the movie, there are no sexual content in the movie. But there could be a certain mindset in the movie, a certain language in the movie that enters into your soulish realm, that activates the desires of the flesh. So you may watch a nice, decent movie and by the end of it, probably you've already activated the desires of the flesh. And then from there you go to another movie or another series and then you slowly begin to activate the flesh because now the desires of the flesh are activated and the flesh is desiring now for more and more and more gratification. So, so you must watch the triggers. You must look at what is triggering that desire. And you must subdue it in the name of Jesus. I pray that the Holy Spirit will open your eyes this morning because it is not something that we can easily deal with, especially when we are in a place where we have been caught in this act of sexual immorality, where you know we are allowing our eyes to behold something that we are not supposed to look at. And as sin enters your soul, now it is already in your soulish realm. So when it is a feeling, when it is an emotion already inside of you, now your body desires for further gratification. So that's why Apostle Paul is saying that sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. Whereas all the other sins are outside of your body. But this one sin is a sin that is inside your body because your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So not only is it wrong within the context of marriage, but it is also important to understand that when we are single or when we are you know, uh, preparing to get married, these temptations come and, 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 and we end up compromising our uh, flesh and we end up compromising in the flesh. And it is a difficult thing sometimes to overcome. And we pray and we fast. And we do everything we can to subdue it. 
but still we are struggling so so you must go to the root of it i believe that when we are walking in the spirit now listen to this very carefully when we are walking in the spirit when we are truly walking in the spirit we become an effective tool in the hand of the lord and the lord protects us so the step towards walking in the spirit has to be taken by you if you're walking in the flesh then you become an ineffective tool in the hands of god so if your eyes is easily prone to looking at things watching things that is of the flesh and you don't feel bad about it it means that you're already living a compromised life so it is important for you to understand this when you come across things that is sexually immoral and your eyes is discerning now and and you you you're very careful you may probably come across something as you're watching and then you suddenly shut your eyes you close your eyes then it is a sign that you are filled with the holy spirit but if you are not then it is a sign that you're already compromised because the holy spirit within you will not allow your eyes to see things that are unclean the holy spirit within you will protect you will caution you will shut your eyes so which is why we need to walk in the spirit more remember the more we walk in the spirit the holy spirit takes over our spirit man our soulish realm and our body but if we are walking in the flesh then the flesh is in charge of your body and the flesh is in charge of your soul and it contradicts the desires of the flesh of the spirit and every thing that you do is in the flesh there may be a part of you that is spiritual but not the entire part of you which is why i believe the holy spirit is giving you grace this morning to be able to look for those triggers and ensure that you start to walk in the spirit more pray in the holy spirit more because the more you walk in the spirit the more your spirit becomes faithful to the lord and your heart desires for the lord and the lord alone your eyes desires holiness your heart and mind desires holiness and you ask for the lord to protect you and cover you with his grace and his glory i know it is not enough sometimes um uh, no to i have not probably given you enough information or understanding but with this understanding i pray that you will start working towards overcoming sexual immorality if this is present in your life remember this area of your life will 
prevent you from inheriting the kingdom of heaven. So you need to watch out and you need to repent and you need to ask the Lord, Lord, I need a cleansing. I need to overcome this sexual immorality in my life. And today I repent of every act. I uproot the root causes and I ask for a total cleansing of my eyes, my heart, my thoughts, my imaginations. And Lord, help me, help me. In your mighty name I pray. Amen and amen. I want you to ponder, I want you to meditate more on this. Even as you've heard these words, ask the Holy Spirit to give you grace and fresh revelation. And may you be an overcomer. And don't miss the podcast in this week because we are delving more deeply into these subjects so that God will deliver you and prepare you as His bride without blemish. And you will be a spotless and a wrinkle-free Christian made ready for the coming of the Lord. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.